top, top, top of the morning to you. This is your girl, Fabulous Frida, always your host, here to bring you the most on WDGS on your podcast station. Today, 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 oh my, 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 what the Spirit is giving me to say is wait, wait on the Lord. Oftentimes in life, that's one of the most difficult things we can encounter enduring in our spirit is waiting. But listen to me. In order to wait, one of the crucial and critical elements is going to take is patience. Can we be patient in our waiting? That's number one. Number two, one of the critical elements in our waiting is personality. Can we exhibit the right personality with patience in our waiting? And number three is perseverance. Having the ability to persevere takes a combination of patience. And in all of our waiting, in all of our getting, brings us to a place and position more than anything is our personality. How are you waiting? Are you waiting for that job? Are you waiting to deliver the baby and you're five months and you have four more months to go? Are you waiting for somebody to come by and help you pick you up? Are you waiting on a ride? Are you waiting to clock in and clock out? Oh, you know what I mean. So many times before we get to work, we can't barely wait to get off from work. Are you waiting for someone to apologize for something that they said that did not sit well with your spirit? Are you waiting? Or you're waiting for God to answer a prayer. Or you're waiting for God to heal your body. Or you're waiting because in the waiting room is where you will exercise patient personality and perseverance. The one thing about waiting is this. It all will require time. Time. Time that we watch on the clock. But the time is orchestrated by God. God is the one that creates every day and every second, every minute, every hour of that day. What we tend to do is coexist in the time, but we don't create the time. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. We can make time, but we do not create time. Did you grab that? We can make time, but we cannot create time. Even in our schedules, we make time. We plan things. We position things. But it will take the breaths of life. It will take God granting us the time. Therefore, in that time that God has created... And we're in our waiting period. 
I want to call it the incubation period. It's that time between being something, being someone, being birthed, and being in an ability to come out of the incubation. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. In the incubation period, you're going to be treated differently. You're going to be handled differently. And there may be even different people to deal with you. Have you ever noticed a baby in an incubation period? In that incubation period, there's a process of growth. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. I remember, I remember, I remember. My oldest daughter, when she was born, she weighed only two pounds. You don't hear me. Two pounds. That's less than a bag of sugar. And she was a six-month baby. And during that time, you know, in the 80s, no, it was in the late 70s. I'm sorry, let me correct myself. To be exact, it was in 78. And in that process, well, no, 79. And in that waiting process, but I need you to get the story. I just wanted to try to give you a timeline, but the meat of the message is understanding when she was in the incubation period. There was a process of growth. I had only had one child before then, my oldest son. And because he came into the world in the proper weight, he did not have to go through an incubation period of being hospitalized. Now, my second living child she had to stay in the incubation period until her lungs developed, until she grew to the sufficient weight for a baby to be released from the hospital. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. And at that time, the sufficient weight was five pounds. Therefore, in the waiting process to gain three pounds, that was one of the things that had to be completed. That that's when, when she was gaining weight, oh, I hope somebody grabbed this, when she was growing, everything inside of her was also developing. And it was developing in a way to sustain and maintain longevity for her life. What am I saying? The waiting period can be precious. The waiting period can be pleasant. The waiting period can be prosperous. It's all in our thought process of how we embrace the time that we spend in incubation. And in that process of time, I would go and I would visit her in the little incubation, being, you know, how they have babies. And you can't grab them. You can't pick them up. You can only 
reached your hand through a little circle window that you open up just to put, put your hand in there to touch them. But you could not hold them and pick them up and nurture them. What am I saying? When we're in the incubation waiting period, oftentimes we're looking for somebody to pick us up. We're looking for somebody to hold us. We're looking for somebody to nurture us. But the person that we expect, the person that we feel, now I just finished carrying her in my wound. But yet I was segregated from this baby by the incubation period. Now we all know there were nurses that went in and they picked them up and they fed them. And see, this is the thing. When we're waiting, oftentimes it may not be the person that we desire to pick us up and hold us. Sometimes it just may be the person that God has assigned in your life that's equipped. So you got to get that word equipped to assist you in your growth. And on this terrific Tuesday, you know, it amazes me even in the waiting I remember in 1995, I was sitting at my desk and the people that were called to the office, they always sounded so dull and so drab. And I was assistant manager and I started this little cliche, my own self-personal quotes in 1995 almost 30 years ago. And I worked in the office with the manager. She was a Caucasian lady. And her tone was similar to the people that was calling. But this was the job. Listen to me. You must learn how to wait. In that time, when the people were called to the office... They were looking for an apartment. And it was my goal. So you got to understand what's your goal in the waiting. My goal was to rent apartments. And based on the percentage of vacancies, we was pushed by the corporate office to rent, 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 rent. Because for every day that apartment set vacant, That was a loss of money to the corporate. So now I'm in the waiting period. And when you're in the waiting period, this is what happens. You can come up with strategic and creative ideas. You don't have to be sitting, as the old people used to say, like a bump on a log. You don't have to be sitting still waiting on somebody to instruct you, waiting on somebody to always point you in the right direction. Sometime in the waiting process is when God internalized creative ideas for our process. So I'm sitting there thinking of creative ideas, how I can get the people to open up. Because when people were called, they would say, I'm looking for a two-bedroom. And they would say it so drab. I'm looking for a three-bedroom. And I would say, okay, well, what we have available. And they would cut me off. Do you have one, yes or no? Listen to me. You must grab this testimony. So as I was sitting there one day, 
And God said, well, you set the tone. See, in the waiting process, sometimes we have to really mark our personalities. And God said, even though they call their sounding disgruntled, you set the tone when you answer the phone. So one day I sat there and I said, I said, thank you for calling Brookhaven. We're having a marvelous Monday. And once God gave me that, listen to me, this 30 years ago, you don't hear me now. And I went from Monday and I worked all the way to Saturday. I didn't work on Sundays. And I said on Tuesday, we're having a terrific Tuesday. We're having, thank you for calling Brookhaven. We're having a wonderful Wednesday. Thank you for calling Brookhaven. We're having a thankful Thursday. Thank you for calling Brookhaven. We're having a fabulous Friday. Thank you for calling Brookhaven. We're having a super Saturday. Listen to me, that was 30 years ago, and I see those phrases everywhere. But there was a vice president, get this now, from the corporate office that was in Austin, Texas. She called me one day, and by this time, they had promoted me to property manager. And I had my own property in Albany, Georgia, and it was a nice property, two tennis courts, swimming pool. You know, that was the largest property that I managed, 300 and some residents. But it was so overwhelming. Listen to me. You got to get this. And I got so overwhelmed because they threw so much at me so quick. And I made a decision. I said, well, you know, it was a distressed property. And they wanted me to go in there and build the numbers. When I got there on the very first day, listen to me, you all. They had a total of 30 evictions waiting on my desk. I had to get in the office, greet the two people that worked under me, the new maintenance I had to hire. I had one maintenance man and I needed a total of three. I'm walking into a situation that takes some waiting. And the system manager that was already in place and the leasing agent, and then actually we had a temporary person from the temp agency. They came to me and said, well, we put 30 folders on your desk. I had to carry them in a little wheel, in a bin with wheels on them. You're scheduled to be in court, eviction court today. I hurried and I rushed on to the courthouse. And afterwards, I came back to the office and I realized how much I had to do. And I had to choose the way to go through the process. And sometimes when we make those choices, we get overwhelmed. And I got overwhelmed. Therefore, I made a decision instead of waiting to see what the end was going to be, I decided to resign. And at that time of resignation, I received a phone call from the vice president of the company. Listen to me. That company had apartment complexes throughout the entire United States and abroad. So this is a major company. When you got apartments under your umbrella throughout the United States and internationally, that's a major company. And when the vice president called me directly, this is the word she said. She said, Alfreda, 
Her name was Yvette. And she said, I have not met you, but I've heard your name ring throughout our corporate office here in Austin, Texas. She said, one of the things that everybody has been saying, she said, is how you greet people on the phone with this little thing about the days of the week. Now, this is the way she related to me. She said, and you know what? Out of all the apartment managers that we have working for us throughout the United States and overseas, we don't call them. She said, don't take offense to what I'm saying. Don't take offense. But she said, you all are considered peons. And we don't, we don't, we don't make a habit to call you all. Because in the hierarchy scale, she said, if you look at our corporate chart, we have almost a hundred people that just work in the corporate office. So we don't make time to get to know every property manager but you I heard of she said and they talk about this little saying for the days of the week she said can you tell me exactly how does it go so I said to her well for each day I was given by you know in the spirit because I never deny what God given me and I said this to her in the spirit God began to say marvelous Monday, terrific Tuesday, wonderful Wednesday, thankful Thursday, fabulous Friday, and super Saturday. She said, you know what? If we could take that phrase and bottle it up, listen to me. I'm quoting her exact words. She said, we can make a whole lot of money. Now, what's the moral to the testimony? Now that I see this phrase so frequently, 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 I always, whenever I see, whenever I see any of those words executed on those days, I always think back to what Miss Yvette said. If we could have bottled it up 30 years ago, we would have made some money. Now, the moral to the message in the waiting process, sometimes we may wait for things to happen and it don't happen for us. Because if I would have took that lady's advice and bottled it up, put it on a, a notepad and, 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 and made it a popular quote, I would have probably been a millionaire by now for everybody that uses it in the last five years. See, it didn't get popular until about five years ago. So I want to just encourage you today. Even when you're waiting, sometimes things don't happen the way that we want. But you know what? I don't have no personality about something that I used to say 30 years ago and people sent it to me and use it today. Why? Because in the waiting process, we have choices and our personality. But see, my personality at the time, I couldn't hear the blessing and what she said about bottling it up and selling it. I just heard I'm overwhelmed. I just heard I've had enough. 
I've been at this property. That's why I'm trying to get you all to understand. It's not, the problem is not in the waiting. It's how we process our personality. Had I been an open-minded person at the time with the proper personality, I'm telling you, I know, I believe I would have been a millionaire by now. But see, I got stuck instead of waiting at that property to see what the end would be. They even went so far, she said, but listen, Afrida, if that property is overwhelming, we have another property that will be opening up in a month. If you can just wait, that's the word she used, until that property open up. It's in a location and it's a smaller property and I think you'll like it better. But whatever you do, she said, please don't resign from the company. And I said to her, I said, well, you know, I'm interested in going back in my demographic location that I moved from, which was the Macon, Warner Robins, Middle Georgia area. She said, okay. She said, well, I tell you what, we have a lady that's resigning at a property in Warner Robins. And if you can just wait until she resigns, we will give you that property to manage. Now then, I begin to listen. What am I saying? I took a bird in the hand, but I missed a million dollars in the bank. I posture prosperity, positions, patience, perseverance are all determining our waiting by our personality. Are you rejoicing in the weight? Do you find in the weight a comfort that's precious? Do you find in your weight a comfort that's pleasant? Or are you getting up, walking around, stumping your feet, huffing and puffing at everybody on your pathway? If that is your attitude, Perhaps that's why your answer is coming later opposed to sooner. I wanted to come in here and reiterate from my reel on Facebook. I put a prophetic reel on Facebook. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not a part of my Facebook, please hurry on over to Alfreda Putman Facebook page. Listen to the real. Share it. I love you to come in on it. And let me know. Drop me some comments. Because right now, we're living in a universal time. Having the patience to preciously, pleasantly wait will position us for the prosperity. There's a lot of chaos in the world, in all different countries, in all different places, and you have thousands of people on different platforms that are all talking, but are they able to wait? I'm a firm believer 
that whatever information you release, you should execute. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed it. Let me make it in layman's turn. Practice what you preach. I've had to practice patience for many, many, many testimonies, for many, many occurrences in my life. Did I always wait in the best personality? Absolutely not. But I learned over the years, I'm facing something right now today, that there are some people that feel like and felt like I should have dressed last week. But the Spirit said to me to wait. And not only wait before I move forward, but to wait in a pleasant personality. Can you wait in a pleasant personality? He that waited on the Lord will walk in a faith to trust that God will renew your strength in your waiting. And you will mount up with wings as an eagle. You should run even in your running. You will not be weary. You shall walk and you will not get tired to faint. I will footnote and drop that fundamental scripture in the podcast description for you. But as you go about your day, especially if you're sitting in traffic, if you're waiting for the sun to come out so you can go out and play after the rain, you may just want to go sit somewhere in a pleasant environment of solitude. But the weather, you got to wait for the weather. Go back and rewind and listen to this podcast. Take those pointers Absorb it in your spirit. The waiting, remember, is not the problem. It's our personality and how we wait that becomes a problem or become pleasant and precious. And until the next podcast, upload. May the message allows you space and time to download, meditate as the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives, meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires, and may you continue to prosper and be in good health even as your soul prosper. I humbly thank you always for tuning in to WDGS on your podcast station. Have a beautiful, blessed, terrific Tuesday. And bye for now. God bless.